the temperature has been taken. For those of you not in the biz, the temperature of the room is when you record a little bit of silence because the microphones pick up things you might not might not be hearable to the human ear. Hearable? Hearable, yeah, mm-hmm. to the human ear. So you can edit those out, but only if there's silence. But Adrian kept on beatboxing when I was trying to get the temperature of the room. And by keep on, he means I did it one time. No, to you be wouldn't funny. stop. You fancy yourself to be some sort of hip hop beatboxer artist. One time for about half of a second, I did a sound. To keep, hey, get a beat going for us. <laughs> Were you really trying just then? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you do something. No. For the love. <laughs> that was good though. No, it was not. That was legit good. People are people are slapping in their car right now. They're slapping beats. No. To my they're beats. Ooh, they're slapping they're beats slapping. to my beats. Stop it. We're touching I don't beats. Like that. Ew, stop it. <laughs> Why are you a pervert? That's nothing bad. Slapping beats does not sound like a good <laughs> You're thing. Slapping beats. No. Just to recap some things that have happened, I recorded my comedy special mm-hmm. with the fine people over at Dry Bar Comedy. Adrian came to one of the shows, but refused to stay for the second one. Okay, for that first show, I was planning on just hanging out with you up in the green room and then like watching you from above. And then your family was sitting front and center and they waved at us from the balcony. And then you were like, yeah, you should go sit with my family and be in the audience. Because they need to, because they have rules for how many audience people can be there, but you're kind of an exception because you were already there. They could just move a chair for you. All I know is that I thought, well, like, did I look cute that day? Yes. Is it fine that I was on camera? I guess. However, I went thinking that I just got to like chill out on a couch while you were nervous. And instead, I had to be like uh, a participant in this audience. Sorry, I realize this that is me complaining really about <laughs> that sounds so supporting hard. you. But that's harder than me in an audience. Like doing you, comedy, really. I've heard all of these jokes before. And I don't mean just you. I mean, like I'd heard Heath's jokes before and then... I can't remember the other lady's name. You had not heard Juanita Lolita's Christ-centered comedy yet. No. No, I had not. <laughs> she was very nice, but she did sell t-shirts that said Stand Up for Him, capital H, that had a no. microphone and a cross on them. I thought it was in God, like... She had that one also. In the, God We Trust, this with is an American God's country, flag and yeah. then a cross in front of it. And a microphone. And a microphone. Her symbolism is American flag, cross, microphone. She did curtsy and point up to the sky. But I like her. I don't like you dissing on her. I like her. I think that she's a kind person. What she did did was harder than what you did. And she did not complain as much as you have. We don't know that. (laughs) We weren't with her after the show. I was. She was very nice. She had a cigar and a thing of whiskey and was like, gosh, I hate this shtick. I don't know. I'm maybe projecting. I just think you complaining about being front and center for a, a great show is a little bit weird. I'm just saying that you have to be like engaged and I feel all this pressure to make sure that I'm being like an active participant because like I've heard all of these jokes so many times that I pretty much just sit there like a statue at this point. Oh, that was a charger that made a loud sound. But I just kind of sit there and then if you give a line that's really funny, I might go, huh, at this point. Yeah, but you know it's your job to laugh more in a recording. I know. 
I did. And then my cheeks hurt from smiling. And then I just wanted to go to sleep as soon as I got home. Well, it's fine. But congratulations on your big recording. <laughs> no, I don't I really... know how you're turning this to be. <laughs> Me being a jerk. Uh, and my family just likes to see you. They wanted you to sit with them. I know. It would like if I had had to sit there at like a random table, I would have been so ticked off. But hanging out with your family was really fun. And then I found out that your mom is really into Shits Creek. Yep. And we're allowed to say it. It's not an explicit podcast because it's the name of a place. S C H I T T S. With an Shits Creek. Yes, but his family does call it The Creek Show. <laughs> yeah, my parents got really into it, and they will only refer to it as The Creek Show. Although today, when um, like we were hanging out at his parents' house, uh, his dad was saying something about The Creek Show, and then I was kind of a brat, and I was like, wait, what Creek Show? And then he was like, Shit's Crick. But otherwise, it was like yeah, he changed The Creek, creek Show or Shit's Crick. Yeah. I think it's because crick rhymes with shits. Like the same vowel sound. Slant rhymes. Anyway, I tried to pressure my my niece overheard it. And she's like, what did you say? And I said the name. And I said, you say it. It's not a swear. You say it. Say it now. Say it now. And she wouldn't. And she cried. Coward. And ran away. Coward. Anyway, I think my special went okay. I thought I performed well. Not this was your fault, but I think the audience was a little bit lacking. We'll see how the special comes out. I believe I'm going to call it Who Did This to Us? Jordan Macon, Who Did This to Us? I've had lots of arguments with people in my inner circle about what the special should be named. And while there are many valid reasons, I like this one the best. I feel like if I saw somebody's special name was Who Did This to Us? I'd be like, I wonder what that's about. But I could what be totally wrong. Do? Who done it? Yeah, who did what to us? Okay, is what I, would I just say. want to backtrack a little bit and clarify that I am proud of you for doing this. I do think that you did a good <laughs> job. I just was not mentally prepared to be an audience member. I thought that I had a pass to I, just like be in the back. Oh, see, I didn't. I thought you were gonna come and then you just hang out at some point. I thought you were wanting to hang out, but mostly you were just wanting to not be in the audience. So that's what I offered you after my. Like, oh, you can be in the show this one and then just hang out with me in the second show. And then I turned back to you like five minutes later. I was like, actually, can I just hang out with you in the green room? And you were like, yeah, that's totally fine. And then as soon as I was upstairs and like we had driven separately and then I got to you, you were like, oh, actually, will you be not just in the audience, but the front table? Because that's my because that's the whole point. We couldn't just if it was nobody there that you knew, we wouldn't have added you because they couldn't add another table. Mm -hmm. But these are already people that you weren't social distancing with. I know. So they could add I you. just wish we had been at any other table, but that's fine. I don't like your attitude. I'm just letting you know <laughs> that I was happy to be there. I just wasn't prepared to be in the audience. I think you've made your point clear. And you're still not telling me it's fine. So I'm going to keep saying the <laughs> same fine. points until you say, babe, I get it. I get I it. I appreciate you. And you did something much I more difficult than I did. I appreciate you doing something so hard and really not even complaining about it. Thank you. See, was that so difficult? Other possible titles people suggested were Heckboy or um, President of Fitbit or I forget what some of the other ones were. Unofficially sponsored. Puzzled was a strong one because it's my puzzle conspiracy joke. But I didn't really like the idea of puzzled because I feel like that was misleading because none of my jokes are me actually being puzzled in anything. I'm pretty smart and see through the mist. <laughs> um <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, listeners out there if you haven't already told me already let me know what you think the best special name is and i will listen to you but i'm gonna name it who did this to us but i'll still hear you out how do they know what to name it they haven't seen the special some people out there know my comedy okay here's a set list for those of you that oh know my, my gosh comedy. jordan no first joke was uh puzzle conspiracy second joke was lasik third joke was growing my hair out during a pandemic fourth joke and this is kind of a teaser people want to listen to it they know the topics mm-hmm. fourth joke was redhead jokes fifth joke was u-haul sixth joke was heck boy seventh joke was a hundred thousand dollar burger and the final joke was fitbit part two so look for that at your local hollywood video in a couple months oh my gosh why are you being a jerk right now I'm just saying that, like, you did you did a list of your jokes. People like that stuff. If I was a fan of a comedian and I knew their jokes, I'd be like, I wonder what they actually recorded for the special. I'm just saying that you thwarted... The podcast is called My Wife Thinks, <laughs> not what Jordan's set list is in his new comedy special. Yeah, but I literally asked before, is there anything you want to talk about or do you want to wing it? And you said you wanted to wing it. And so that means I, I said, kind of have to take riff. A- this was not a riff. <laughs> It has been a riff of you whining about stuff. <laughs> One of our guest wives, Rich Wilson, had been listening to this new season, and he says we've been more argumentative, and he's kind of worried about us. He should be. The pandemic is getting to us a little bit. Okay, my favorite thing is you were hanging out with guest wife Hobbs. Guest wife Hobbs. Hobbs. Right yep. before. Like, they actually got on a plane and moved to New York today. Yeah, they'll probably listen to this right as it comes out, so way to land there. You guys hope you're settling in. He doesn't listen that often. Um, but you guys were all doing like a goodbye thing and then um, like a dinner and I wasn't there. It's fine. And I called you because it was kind of late and I just wanted to know basically if I should stay up or just go to sleep. And then I ended up talking to Rich for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite conversation I've had in the last three months. I need you to be a little more like Rich. He also said that I was quite a bit like Sarah, which made me giggle. And yeah, honestly, it's he's a compliment. Scared of Sarah. Sarah's way cool. His wife is scary. His wife is awesome. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not just kidding, Sarah. Um, and then he told me he loved me as he got off the phone, which I've never heard before from any living human. And so. I am totally comfortable with that he said that. Mm-hmm. Not weird for me at all. Mm-hmm. It was great. We talked about building houses, which you also <laughs> won't talk to me about. I will talk to you about them. You just don't like any of my opinions, and I don't care about any of my opinions. So it makes it hard to talk about houses with you. We've probably talked about this already, but you will force me into having an opinion, and I'll finally say, okay, if I had to choose between these things, I'd probably choose that one. And then you're like, oh, that's not the one I'd choose. And be like, I don't care. So just do what you want to do. If you're forcing me to care, we probably have a little bit different opinion, but I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Um, i mean here it's a no-win situation for me because essentially i'm sitting here getting a little bit stressed out over like the timeline and that i need to figure out this floor plan and it needs to be the perfect floor plan then we're working with an architect like all these things and i'm trying to figure out okay what's like the overall feel in the house what kind of (laughs) theme do we want as far as like color palette i'm trying to think of all of these things what things do we need now what things will we need in five years versus 10 years because this is being built on family land so it's not like we're just gonna sell it or whatever and then i just feel all this pressure to get everything right because if you end up not liking this house it will be my fault because i made every decision but on the flip side if you made decisions also 
I would hate it. Yeah. So I think it feels like more of a no win for me, actually. So this podcast episode so far (laughs) could be titled like Adrian thinks about whining. Like, that's it. Yeah. Well, you don't need to worry because I'll be fine. I like this apartment and you hate it. So we're fine. It's an apartment, babe. Yeah, I'm a fan. (laughs) (laughs) I just need my own personal space. One time I asked Jordan if he would be okay if we lived here for the rest of forever. And he was like, yeah. Well, if you were out of the picture, sure. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like I am, a, I'm contextually aware of the problems of us staying somewhere because I know how much you would be annoyed. But like this much space and the setup, you're like totally good if with it. If it was just like if it was just you and me, and you had no problem with it, then yeah. Probably if we had a kid or something, then I'd be like, we probably should get some more space. But if it was, if, if the idea is you and me forever living here, and you would never complain about it. I'm just shocked at the percent right now. Oh, gosh. Because it's so cheap, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, but it's cheap for a reason, Jordan. <laughs> I know, but I, my surroundings where I live don't add that much to where I... As long as I have my own space and I don't feel crowded, then I am happy. And you don't feel crowded? There's only two of us living here. It's a three-bedroom apartment. I know. We have one like... and a half rooms to ourselves. Lots of getaways. I mean, I have an office, you have an office, and we have our bedroom. And we have a living room also, and a yeah. big old kitchen. Like, our place is run down. I wouldn't really like to live anywhere, anywhere that was grosser than this. <laughs> the fact <laughs> that the adjective that you chose to describe the, our abode was gross. Well, really, I only do it because I, I know you would relate to it. Anything okay. I feel about anything that <laughs> bothers you, I have to form an opinion that it, I could see how it bothers you. I do have like a pretty high standard of what I would like. Yeah, you do, and I and I don't. So that's what makes it difficult when you force me into having opinions, because we do have different tastes on things. That's okay, but I'm willing to give up my taste so that you. The importance of my taste to the importance of you complaining less. You complaining okay, less. Okay, you make me sound like a freaking harpy, <laughs> and I do understand that this podcast is waiting. You're not in making your a favor, great case for yourself, but. Uh, I just, I like quality things. That's I know you do. I'm, I'm not mad at you for that. Also, I, but do, I don't, think you I don't should, want you to sacrifice you all of your style or anything. shame me for just saying I'd be comfortable somewhere. Like. That's the problem with our society is nobody's comfortable. Jordan, you shouldn't be comfortable <laughs> in this apartment. Okay, but like for your man cave and stuff, like I want to make sure that it's all decked out and awesome and just the way that you want it. And then I said, like, oh, do you want, like, a darker color? Do you want, like, a shiplap wall that's, like, navy blue? Do you want, like, do you want, like, closet space? Do you want, like, what (laughs) is it that you would like? How will you use it? Do you want it combined with, like, a media station? Like, is this the place that you will podcast? Or do we need a different station in the house? And you're like, whatever works. Because here, I would like whatever color would make you come into my room and not go, why'd you choose this color? I want whatever color would make you not do that. Okay, well, there's, like, <laughs> lots of them. As long as it's not, like, lime green. How I live my life is to have as many, as as few inconveniences as possible, as few complaints as possible. I just want to glide is this through. Podcast, is this episode even fun right now? <laughs> I think it's fun for people. Because <laughs> when I tell people about you forcing me into opinions, they relate to it. I think this is a very male-female dynamic heteronormative relationship dynamic where the woman Mm -hmm. cares more about things than the man 
this is stereotyping, but I people when I tell the story and I tell it often <laughs> resonate with people tell resonate. Tell it often. No, I mean I've who did hey, I tell? Stranger on the street. Let me talk to you who about what I'm going to? through. My coworker Brent, coworker friend Brent. He's like, oh yeah, that's women for you. Wait, Brent wasn't on my side? Brent seems like he would be more on my side. No. Why would he be on your side? Because I feel like he cares more than Lindy most of the time. Yeah, that's actually a good point, but um, he was agreed with me. Bros before H words. No, he's been lonely (laughs) and he wanted he wanted to connect with you. He agrees with you. I don't think he cares. I mean, like, he probably would have opinions about where he lives, but he's also comfortable in their house. Because Lindy does not care unless it involves like the horse trailer, and then she has a lot of opinions. Which makes sense. Look, most of our listeners don't know who these people are. So let's focus it back on you and me. Fine. And it's fine. I'm sorry if it frustrates you. I don't know how to help you other than what what this forces me into is to be like, okay, maybe I should just lie and say I like this better because then that will be what she likes better and then there will okay. be internal conflict. I know exactly how you could fix this for me. <laughs> when I say Jordan, what about this for the house? I need you to mentally, you can do whatever you want, but you need to look earnest like you enjoy this conversation and nod and say, oh, I totally see where you're coming from. So you didn't even lie to you. Let's think about it. <laughs> you want me to say, let's, that's not very, that's very gray. It is gray, but here's the thing. Knowing that you don't care <laughs> somehow aggravates me <laughs> while I'm stressing out in, well, should the master be upstairs or downstairs? There are pros and cons. I like the view better from upstairs, but also downstairs. But the thing is, I've given you opinions on this stuff, and that just ends up not mattering. And I don't care that it doesn't matter, but I've given you opinions. I just feel like (laughs) I'm the kind of person who needs (laughs) other opinions to find boundaries and how I really feel, like a a wall to bounce ideas off of. So you want me to stand up for my opinions more? No. (laughs) It's definitely not what Because what happens is I'll give my opinion and be like, I don't like that. And I'll be like, oh, that's fine. We can do what you want. Yeah, but I still need your opinion. <laughs> so do you need me to say, do you need me to make a, f- I, that's what I'm saying. I have given you opinions before. They just end up not mattering. And I don't care that they don't matter. Well, it's because you choose bad things. <laughs> See, we just have different tastes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to like be a real hearty an about example. it. I was like, I really want an open floor concept for like the great room and the kitchen and like dining area. And then he was like, I want as many walls as possible. I mean, so I that say it that can jokingly. Cl- cozy. And so that we can have, like, you said you wanted it to always be cozy, that you didn't <laughs> like the openness that you <laughs> I, that, want. That is true about my But I don't care enough if you and like the open concept. It's objectively wrong. It's not objectively wrong. It's the fad right now to have open concept. I don't think it's going to stay that way. I really don't like okay. being in a living room and knowing there's an entire kitchen behind me. It makes me feel like not safe, like there'd be people behind me. So you're saying if I build the house that I literally have the floor plan figured out for now, (laughs) that you will sit there and be like, Adrian, I don't feel safe in our home. I'm just saying if I had a choice. Oh my gosh, I'm going to murder you before we even get to this house part. Look, you did just what I told you happens. I don't care that much. I can be totally fine. No, you said you won't feel safe. I would feel safer with a wall behind me, but I will be fine. I'm just saying these are reasons why I don't like open concept that much. But in the end, it the level it will affect my happiness is negligible as long as I have my own space where I can go and have walls around me. Like the inside of your heart? 
so yeah, many walls. But listeners, you saw it happen in action. Adrian cornered me into an opinion, <laughs> and when I finally defended it, she said, "See, you don't but like your it." Your opinion is wrong. It's not wrong. It's an opinion. There's no correct way to build a house. There's that crazy lady in like England that made a house where she has stairs leading to nowhere, and that's like a famous house. So maybe we should do it that way. No, it's a famous house because it's the worst <laughs> way to build a house. And they were like, "Wow, look at this! She wasted so much money." I think that's cool. I'm just saying, but here's the thing. I, what makes me happier more than having a wall behind me in a living room is you liking it. So you're saying that me liking it is a higher priority <laughs> than you feeling safe. Because if I'm not happy, I'm, you don't feel safe. <laughs> That's what not, I just heard. It's not this existential fear of unsafety. It's just like when I'm sitting somewhere and I can see all the entrances, I'm in control of the room, I feel a little bit more comfortable. I don't like it when it's like, oh, who's behind me? Oh, hi, Adrian. It's literally just you and me living in that house. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and our cats. But you're like in a cozy house, like creepy noises at night. You can see, you're like, oh, there's nothing here. There's creepy noises. No, I was watching you the literally show. can't see. That's the point. There are walls there. But if you heard like a creepy creak sound and then you turn your head and you look into the kitchen <laughs> or the dining area, you can see all of the space and see like, oh. There's nothing here. Or, oh, there's a murderer over there. Well, no, because if it was, I was in a room and I heard a crash outside the room, I know I'm safe within that room and I can see where they would enter from. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but then you still have the unknown. here's the thing. We're getting past the point here, which is I don't care. I'll be happy either way, as long as you are happy. I need you to know that for the for the rest <laughs> of my life, every time we sit in our open floor concepts living room area i'm gonna there's a little piece of me that's gonna be like jordan doesn't feel super safe right now well then that, that's your problem i'm sorry you cornered me into having an opinion and i gave you my opinion well it was bad so don't have bad ones <laughs> only have good See, opinions and then we'll be fine i feel like i feel like our listeners are gonna light you up on twitter for this episode <sighs> i hate that i joined twitter <laughs> because i've opened up this new way of communication where listeners used to always be on my side on Twitter because they could only talk to you. So they would only reach out to you when they didn't agree with whatever stupid thing that you had said. But now <laughs> it's like, it's almost like people are trying to prove whether or not I still know how to use Twitter because I'll go so long without doing anything on it. So they'll say insightfully angry words at me. I'm talking to you, Trevor. Yeah, you've, you've been good on Twitter, though. You've stand your ground. Thank you. You've been standing back and standing by. <laughs> just kidding well, we won't get into that right now um at wife thinks if you want to follow adrian this her account and also the podcast account um here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna be super happy in whatever house we have unless you make weird compromises to make me happy that you end up not liking so don't make compromises all i need is my own room i'll design the room okay great is that okay yeah and then i would feel the best in a house that is designed so the shower walls are just complete windows so every time you're in the shower it's just open to the world and (laughs) what what are you trying to do right now (laughs) i'm just trying to show you that there might be things that i do that you will freaking hate so you have to have some sort of an opinion this might be the death of us. Oh, so you want me this to... Will be, is this the test? Oh, I would actually... Adrian, it's really important to me that we have walls in our shower. Yeah. Oh, we just solved it. Is that it? 
that was like a test, but you like shrugged your shoulders initially of like, what are you trying to do? Whatever. Well, because you know, this one, that was a kind of a bad example because you know what my It was a hyperbole. <laughs> I know. And, but the problem is you want, once you, the problem is you want to corner me into an opinion and you want that opinion to match yours, which just won't happen. I mean, it might, it'll probably happen sometimes. I just want a little validation. Is that so hard? I think what you like is really beautiful. I, but if you're cornering me into what I actually like, then it might be a little different. I don't think what you're doing is bad. I think it's really good. Okay, thank you. Is that what you need? That is literally what I needed. <laughs> I'm getting a little teary. Thank you. <laughs> this is this is like when we argue about movies and you think anytime I disagree with you, it's a personal attack on how smart you are. I think well, you, that's you're way you better. Say you you ignorant whore and then you say whatever your opinion is and then i sit there going like oh you are sensitive um yeah (laughs) me arguing this is never saying what you like is dumb it's always me arguing like i have to defend why i actually like what i like but i don't objectively think what you like is bad i understand i get it it looks pretty to have open concept i get it it does there's so much natural light the natural light is very important to you as a redhead it's maybe the least important thing to me, but I don't care if it's there. Tempo ceilings, lots of windows, <laughs> natural okay. light. Okay. Opening up to the patio. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> I think this was a really good example of me saying what happens and then you just naturally making it happen in an <laughs> argument. That was pretty crazy to me. People could dissect this in like a relationship class. It was really good. It's important work we're doing here. I like that it, you said relationship class instead of like a psychiatric ward because sometimes in this process I feel like that has been what I needed <laughs> to put you into. This is the first time I've oh given you happy tears in a podcast. I wasn't actually crying. I really did crying. have an eyelash in my eyeball. It's all right. You got happy tears. Um, I think this is the end of the episode. Um. Oh, no. We have to talk about one last thing. Okay. Well, make it quick. Are you bossing me around on the My Wife Thinks podcast? I have to go do a show tomorrow. I have to edit this tonight. And I just, I don't want to edit very much. Oh, look. Who's whining now? (laughs) The tables have turned. (laughs) Um, No, I was going to say what, like, as we were leaving your parents' house, what your mom said. And it made us giggle. Oh, yeah. So I told you before about how my special, my original special, the BFFG, is on... uh, amazon prime <laughs> and i probably turned it on for my parents or i was watching it on my parents account or i guess they use my amazon it was just on my account and so my recently watch popped up with the bffg so why are you looking at me like i'm done because this is not what we were talking about well i'm gonna tell the story then so it popped up and my mom thought that i was just on the front page of amazon for everyone because it shows your recently watched things on Amazon. And so she ran to some strangers and she was saying, oh, my, f- my son does comedy. He's actually on the front, pra- front page of Amazon. And she tried to f- show it to them on their own phones. Well, tonight she over-exaggerated what she thought I was doing also. Because I said oh, yes. I was going to, <laughs> I was performing for a show tomorrow. And she automatically assumed I was doing comedy at the vice presidential debate. Which is in Utah. <laughs> yeah, I did say I'm doing my show at SUU. So it makes sense. She was confused about the universities. But she was so excited. She was like, oh, so you're doing a show for the vice presidents? And it just made us laugh. I honestly think I'd probably make Pence laugh more than Camilla. Well, <laughs> I don't see either of them laughing very much, to be You've honest. You've been rude this episode. Rich is going to be worried about us again. No, I don't fault. mean that you're joke. No, I mean, like, in general, I don't see either of them being a personality that laughs very often. I think Pence has some fun in private. 
Ew. <laughs> That's a weird way of saying yeah, it. Yeah, that is a really gross way of saying it. Because these are Republican. Republicans are so much more easier going than liberals. I'm not saying I agree with them more, but they can have more fun. Because they, they aren't as concerned. <laughs> yeah, because they are concerned about the woes of the world very much. <laughs> they feel safe in an open concept yeah. room with Nazis. That hey, got dark. Way to tie it back in, though. Thank you. Well, Adrian, I love you. I think you're doing a great job with the house plans. If you, I will continue to share my opinions, but I will also add in compliments about what you're doing. You, yeah, you have to compliment. What you have to do the sandwich method. You have to tell me something I'm doing great, and then something that you wish I would change, and then something else I'm doing great. Okay. And sometimes you can just do things I'm doing great. So you're framing it. See, this is how we're seeing. You see these conversations as me giving you feedback on your designs. When I see it more as you attacking me for liking dumb things, and so we're just viewing the conversation differently. Well, well, I'm viewing it as both because <laughs> you are liking dumb things, but also I feel like you're attacking me back. Okay. Well, everyone, this has been a this has been a very uh, constructive and successful episode of the podcast, and I just want to thank you for being a guest here tonight. What? Why did you tap my knee for be- me being a guest? Yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast. Literally, it's my podcast. I'd love to have you back. I I'm done. We'll see okay. you next week. Okay. Bye. Coming up, we'll have episode about No Country for Old Men with guest wife Brad Francis. Look forward to that episode probably next week. Till then, this is Jordan Making. Making? <laughs> Can't say my own name, right? Jordan Making signing off on the My Way Thinks podcast. Thanks again for guest Adrian coming on the show. Are you done now?